Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Okay, so by now, you've probably heard about the two black men who were arrested at a Starbucks in Philadelphia last week. This video, captured by a witness's cell phone, shows police talking and later handcuffing the men while they were waiting for a friend. If you think this is rare for people of color to be arrested like this, you're wrong. If you think this doesn't happen in the Bay Area, you're wrong. Back in 2015, a version of this happened to comedian W. Kamau Bell, who hosts United Shades of America on CNN. Kamau's wife and her friends were eating at the Elmwood Cafe in Berkeley when he came to join them. He says he was standing at their table outside when a waitress knocked loudly on the window to get his attention. The message he got was, get out of here. Once I step outside of my house, I'm occupying space as a giant black man. And a giant black man in this country is a, is, is a criminalized figure. Which brings us back to Starbucks, which is closing down all coffee shops nationwide to do a one-day training on racial bias next month. Today, we talk with Kamau about why one day is not nearly enough. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to The Bay. When you first heard about the the incident at Starbucks, what was your what was your first reaction? I have to say something. <laughs> it was my first reaction was like I have to say something. Kamau Bell is a comedian and he also hosts United Shades of America on CNN. You know, there's a lot of stories in this country involving racism. Sometimes there's stories involving black men, which feels certainly closer to me. But I, sometimes I'm like. There's enough people handling this. I can just retweet some people or share some links. I don't have to get directly involved. And then sometimes you're like, I have to say something. And we were, I was on vacation with my family, so I really shouldn't have said anything. But I showed the story to my wife, Melissa, and she immediately understood, yeah, you have to say something. So one of the things that you actually said was very personal. It was about an experience you had at a, at a coffee shop, Elmwood Cafe in Berkeley, uh, and where you were asked to, to leave, right? And what, what, do you know what's happened since then with the cafe owner? <laughs> uh, I mean, I've only known from what I observed. First of all, the last time I heard from Michael Pierce, the owner of the Elmwood Cafe, was in 2016. He said he was like, I'm going to introduce you to the person who's running this implicit bias program that we're running. And I go, can I meet them and talk to them? And he said, yes, I'll put you in contact with them soon. And then he stopped returning emails. And the website that he had put up, implicitbiastraining.com, for a while just said basically like coming soon or email is here if you want more information. And right when this uh, Starbucks thing happened, I said, let me go to that website again. And it was just a white square surrounded in yellow. So like even the email address had been taken down. 
And then once I started calling it out on social media, and then I was interviewed a couple times about it, they've now pulled the website down completely. And if you go to it, it's a 404 error. I mean, th- this idea of like implicit bias training to come is something that we also heard with this with the Starbucks incident. Yeah. Starbucks yeah. is saying that it's going to shut down for a day. It's gonna- I mean, the thing is, is that it's easy to make those promises when the heat is on. But are you going to continue to do the work when it's not when you're not getting headlines for it? Because the hard work to be done in the struggle for racial justice is when nobody cares. I know people who do that work in Black Lives Matter and in, um, you know, Casa Justa. And these are just local organizations and with the anti-police terror project who are going to Sacramento long after the media has left Sacramento after the killing of, of Stephon Clark. So shutting down your store from a day, it's certainly splashy. You're certainly going to lose some money, but you're also gaining in goodwill. And I'm sure they did that calculation. But honestly, what can you do in a day? All you can do in a day is bring up the problem. Like you can't, like you can't actually solve anything, especially when everybody's not starting in the same place. Because I'm sure there's certain Starbucks employees who are like, "Finally, we can have this conversation." And then there's some Starbucks employees, including the CEO, who's like, "I had no idea." So the question is, in a year, is Starbucks still? Are they going to shut their store down every year on one day to do this work? Are they going to shut it down quarterly? Are they? Are there going to be things that those of us who even don't go to Starbucks can access and see what they're doing, so we can decide whether or not we want to go back to Starbucks? Because the Elmwood Cafe promised a lot and said a lot, but as soon as the heat faded, their goals faded. And I only know this because the Chronicle reached out to them yesterday. They didn't respond to the Chronicle. <laughs> you know, and they've deleted their Facebook page. They've turned off comments on their Instagram because they were getting too many comments about this. So they're just turtling up. They're just pulling their heads inside their shells. And I'm pretty sure that's not what Martin Luther King Jr. told us to do. Well, to go into this one-day training, if, if you, I know that one day obviously is, is not enough, but if you were training... Uh, or in front of employees for that one day, what would you want to say? What would you want to to do for that one day? I would get as many different voices of the people in front of them as possible in that one day. Because in that one day, I want everybody to walk out of the room and go, racism is real, it's active, and it's going to take a lot of work to solve it. I want people to walk out going, holy, what? <laughs> like, you know, like, I just want people to buy into the idea that racism is a real thing and it exists. And also... You know, we didn't get as far as I wanted to today, so we'll come back tomorrow. We're closing it down another day. I don't think we can realistically expect a business, but can we realistically expect a culture to to overcome it? Well, that's the thing I think is so interesting about this. We act like it's about Starbucks, which really it's about America. And we also act like it's about a company when really it's about individual people. When the CEO of Starbucks goes, it like is on CNN the other night like he was, and he gets emotional talking about how this has affected him, what I'm going is like, oh, that's a white man who's realizing the world is more racist than he thought. But the company can't wait for each individual white person in the country to have some sort of realization, some sort of come to Jesus moment, as we say. The company's got to move faster because the company can't just be kind of slowly not racist. It's got to go from racism to no racism in a pretty quick period of time. They could easily, and I'm not advocating for this, fire all their board of directors and only bring in people of color or white people who are actively engaged in this work who also know business. Because there are people who do that. There's people who who know how to do, but who know capitalism and also know inclusion as a business model. Well, I know one of the main themes of United Shades of America is having uncomfortable conversations. So I know you've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations. I'm I'm not good at it. And I, I imagine a lot of people aren't that good at it. What What have you learned? The number one thing you have to do to have an uncomfortable conversation is shut up and listen. If you extend yourself in a way and invite them to the conversation, that's the first part of it. And that's the part I think people are afraid of. 
I think a lot of times people think an uncomfortable conversation is like, I sat next to a Muslim on a plane and tried to talk to him about ISIS and he didn't want to talk to me. And it's like, <laughs> like well, the, you can, like, the, he, the, he didn't feel invited into the conversation. So I feel like we have to, first of all, invite people into the conversation, put some skin on the game. And then the hardest part is actually shutting up and listening. People feel like you got your turn to talk. Now it's my turn. You don't always get a turn to talk. You don't always, you don't always need a turn to talk. What are your thoughts about the idea that black people aren't allowed to occupy space in the same way that white people are? You know, I wrote years ago for Vanity Fair a piece about what it's like to live as a six foot four, uh, 200 pound black male, 250 pound black male, and sort of talked about how once I step outside of my house, I'm aware I'm, I'm occupying space as a giant black man. And a giant black man in this country is a, is, is a criminalized figure. We're either thought to be actively engaged in criminal activity or we're going to engage in future criminal activity, like, which is what got those black men kicked out of Starbucks because they're not doing anything now, but they're going to do something. And the cops agreed. Yeah, they're going to do something. So we'll just arrest them and put them in jail for nine hours. So everywhere I go, if I'm outside my house, I'm thinking about myself in multiple identities. If I'm with my kids, I'm a dad and a big, scary black man. If I'm with my wife, I'm a husband and a big, scary black man. If I'm by myself, then I'm just a big, scary black man. And it means however I walk into places or when people talk to me, I have to be aware that like there's two different things going on. Are you talking to me as a person or are you talking to me as a big, scary black guy? And there's also this third thing with some being a little bit famous. Like I'm like, sometimes people get, they look at me and they physically like back up and I'm like, is that the backup because I'm not expecting to see CNN's W. Kamau Bell here or because I'm not expecting to see a big, scary black guy here? There's a lot of calculus that I do all day long, and every black person does, black men, black women. When you're moving through life, you can't just, you can't just put it aside and just be a person. Kamal, thank you so much. Thank you. I want to get back to Starbucks and race. This isn't the first time there have been headlines. Back in 2015, the company launched an initiative called Race Together, and it asked baristas to start up conversations about race with customers. They were even told to write Race Together on coffee cups. People immediately started hating on it. They saw it as this manipulative thing. One writer said it was ridiculous to think we can solve our systemic addiction to racism over a frappuccino. Will you still go to Starbucks? My six-year-old told me we're not allowed to go to Starbucks anymore, and my six-year-old is, tends to know what she's talking about. You can watch United Shades of America with W. Kamau Bell on CNN. Season 3 premieres on April 29th at 10 p.m. The Bay was produced this week by Erica Aguilar, Vinny Tong, and Sandia Dirks. Senior editors are Julia McAvoy, Ethan Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. And if you like The Bay, please help us out and share it with a friend, rate us on iTunes, and leave a comment. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Thank you so much, and have a great weekend. The world of politics is never going to stop, so get caught up with one of KQED's latest podcasts, Political Breakdown. Scott Schaefer and Marisa Lagos talk about what's happening here in The Bay, but also across California, and they show you the human side of politics. Subscribe to Political Breakdown wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. 
That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.